I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. know us by now, you'll never, never, never know us, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Rebel. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Cavill's here. Hello. Uh, Luke Moore's here. All right. And that guy, Pete Donaldson, is here. Rawr! Lovely to have you all with us, isn't it? What a weekend. Oh, it's hard to think joyous. of it. It's hard to think of it. I was saying this to Marcus on the way here. It's hard to think of a FA Cup weekend mm. with this many upsets in yeah. one round. It's in isolation. It, incredible. And incredible. Yeah, even the games that weren't upsets were fantastic as well. Yeah. Just a, a great weekend all round. Mm. Um, it was, it was sense the FA Cup is back and better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, let's we'll we talk about the FA Cup in a sec because the the transfer window is about to slam shut in all our faces, yeah, as yep. it tends to do this time of year 
on the 31st, of course. Uh, Dimitri Pyatt looks as though he's pretty much gone. He has yeah. gone. That's he has gone. Done. That's happened. I saw him holding a shirt. I saw yeah, him wearing a shirt and giving a thumbs up. Did you? Okay. No, that, that's confirmed. Then, that is confirmed. That's <laughs> no going back after that. <laughs> I think that's how they confirm it. You, t- you take that picture and I like post it to yourself or something, and that le- counts as your contract. It's legally binding, yeah. 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 Uh, the greatest ever example of that was old Brian Robson when he went to Middlesbrough and he um, he put the shirt on and down, he had um, no, he had a, he had a suit, <laughs> he had a suit jacket, shirt and tie on, right. holding the Middlesbrough. Uh, scarf above his head, but in the bottom half he had shorts and socks on. Nice, yeah. like <laughs> it. it. I don't know, but the thing is, I don't know why he was doing that. No, that doesn't no. make any so sense. Did they want right? We're on a shot of you in the full kit. Yes, you know you're the manager, uh, <laughs> uh, and then we want a, a tweed jacket, shirt, and tie. Don't worry about the shorts. It's a great example of nineties football being brilliant. If someone's a, <laughs> if someone's a player manager, I think that should actually be the norm. They should have to like, wear they that. They should yeah. have to do that. Half and half. To, so yeah, if you're a player manager at a club, you've got to either wear slacks, <laughs> socks, and and work shoes and a top half shirt, mm, yeah. or the opposite way. Around. Definitely, definitely better the other way around. Can it interest you in a vertical uh, difference instead yeah, of a horizontal okay. one? Is that right? That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort of half and half. Half and half. Like yeah. that, that embarrassing Arsenal fan who dresses in a half and half kit and half and half shoes. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> <laughs> I've told you about the famous ever uh, the most famous one I've ever seen was at Crystal Palace when Portsmouth played Palace at Sellers Park and the kid had a full kit on and he had uh, and this is this is almost pre-mobile phones right. mobile phones were big as in terms of actually big okay. not, not big philosophically but big in terms of what they actually look like <laughs> and he had not one but two one down each sock for a shin pad and he had actual football boots on Hang on, he had two, wow. two mobile phones, sorry. Yeah. yeah, two mobile phones, one down the front is a shin pad. Well, like, each, each shin pad. Why did he do that? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to speculate as to his... <laughs> well, he was, he was just there in a full kit, he wanted to support yeah. the boys. He, the thing was, he was he was sat quite near me, he was a Portsmouth <laughs> fan. He's made the trip up, that's an away trip. Yeah, yeah football boots on. Like that. Yeah. Amazing, amazing effort. Maybe Quite. he has to phone home, make sure you know, check in or whatever. Well, yeah. when we played uh, Glasgow in the book tour, yeah, uh, I made a half and a half Celtic Rangers top, you didn't did, I? Did, yeah. yeah. So that was enjoyable and for everyone. Survived to tell the tale. Yeah, he got out alive. Which <laughs> he had to get out there in the last mega bus, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> that was the real reason. <laughs> that was the last <laughs> mega bus out of Glasgow. <laughs> that was his own choice, though. Everyone right. was all the Glaswegians were dying for him to stay, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Pete told them to sod I mean, off. I mean, they didn't get angry about the shirt, but I've got another one because I cut him in half, didn't I? So I can. Make another one at any moment. By definition, you've got another. The one. thing is, though, that um, it went down very well, and they can't be angry because any sort of Celtic or Rangers fan. Ah, oh, but you've got a, you've got our colours on there. Marcus, so, apparently, for you, uh, apart from your good self, mm. Scottish people are a delight as a rule. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself Scottish, yeah. um, <laughs> and I, but I am also a delight, though. <laughs> so, uh, so there we are. Um, but if you were an unhappy player and you wanted to push through a transfer to another club, which is what Pyatt's really done, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you do, Jim? Well, I think now, given you know that we live in the sort of um, post-truth alternative fact landscape where you can just sort of do stuff with no consequences, I would just start dishing the dirt on my teammates, like, really publicly. <laughs> Sometimes I'd just make it up, like, saying, that player over there, uh, he matched with his cousin on Tinder and then none of them ever mentioned it again. And stuff like <laughs> that. How is this going to get you a move? Uh, just because the club will hate me so much, they'll just want to get rid. Yeah. And it, the buying club never seem to mind, do they? No, they never don't. seem put off by how terrible the behaviour is. It's like, see <laughs> Carl Tevez's career. Oh, he, he, he did that everywhere he went. He won't be like that when he's over with us but it always happens it's a testament, yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. It's a testament to the egos of, of football managers isn't it because they always think they can get the best out of a mm. player they say, I'll sort them out don't worry about that yeah. and now, like you say Tevez is a great example of that yeah. um, and Maro Zarate to, to bring it up to date Maro Zarate is a great example of that yeah, Balotelli as well, as well. Yeah. I mean, it's slightly different in terms of his yeah. behaviour when leaving Th- that's, that's the greatest example of Brendan Rodgers hubris that is yeah right, listen <laughs> you can tell he, 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 he Brendan Rodgers at one point was looking at himself in the mirror every night and thinking if one man can sort Mario yeah. Balotelli out it's this guy right yeah. here <laughs> and that, that look into the mirror would have been 
a, a minimum of half an hour. Yeah. It would have been a long old stare. Big time. Smiling, looking at himself, giving himself the gun. Okay. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, more on uh, Rogers later than <laughs> A little more, yes. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's what I would do. I would, um, I would just betray all of my friends. <laughs> like Breda Hangeland recently. <laughs> yeah, much like Breda Hangeland. <laughs> Excellent, Tim. All right. Luke? Um, I would probably um, train twice as hard, mm. work really, really hard on my sort of match day performance, yep. and look to sort of contribute more to the team generally in terms uh-huh. of goals and assists if I was a forward player, yeah, yeah, yeah. and really work back and, and track, and, and hopefully set an example to the point of where a, a bigger club wouldn't be able to resist signing me, yeah. and then I would move on with, to, from my existing club with best wishes from everyone. And, 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 <laughs> Which is something that no forward yeah. player in the history of the world <laughs> You're, You're a dreamer, more. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, oh, shall I get my agent to tweet something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, player wants move. This is like a logical like, thought process. Player wants move. Player decides, mm. like a child, like instantly, I must have the move now. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm downing tools yes. until it happens. Uh-huh. And sometimes, in some occasions, I'm driving to the club. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> no, kind of, there's no kind of longer-term approach anymore in football, is there? You don't get a Frank Lampard who, who, who who's playing at West Ham, puts a shift in, plays really hard, gets uh, a lot of attention and, and so on and so forth, and then gets his move to Chelsea, and then he's playing in the Champions League, gets a winner's medal, all the respect. No, you're right. I want it now. The best yeah. you can hope for is when a player is almost like, two-faced about it and still plays works really hard and, and publicly professes they don't want to leave but secretly are briefing behind the scenes that they do yeah. want to leave yeah, yeah. Yeah. you get the weird situations where the moves don't quite go through in time like before Samir Nasri's like really like nasty move to Man City where he basically kind of tried to force the move he did, he played in a game for Arsenal I think he played in the first game of the season and he played really well and it was like nothing that ever happened it was like oh <laughs> actually this is horrible too yeah. <laughs> didn't Cesc Fabregas do it for Arsenal to Barcelona he was saying he didn't want to leave but see it came out later that he was uh, he was essentially briefing away that he wanted to go P- probably I don't yeah. remember it, it suits his PR doesn't it, it to all, say that and then do another thing it also at some point ended up with him having a Barcelona shirt forced upon him didn't it yeah that was Pepe Reina but that, yeah. was, oh, yeah. that was quite a while before the move actually okay. went through but for, but for me, if I was an Arsenal fan, which I always say I know, um, I would hmm. I would have been looking very closely at how how hard he was fighting to not have that put on his back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. You cannot put a shirt on another man's back without him actually at some point letting you do it. He at least put a good pantomime performance in, to yeah. be fair, if you watch the video back. It was, you talking it, about his career or his... Uh, uh, his latter day career. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was my mate's 40th. You know Matt Dyson, friend of the Ramble, I guess yes. he's fair to say. Uh-huh. I bought him a, a Forest fan, but I bought him a Notts County top for his oh, 40th. Oh. Got it on eBay from like a house clearance. Dead man's shirt. Wonderful. <laughs> love it. Ridiculous. And, but the best Your thing about it... always take turns like that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but the best thing about it is the sponsor was Fascia Mania. Remember when fascias were big? What for phones? Fascia, yeah, for mobile phones. Yeah. What, what even yeah, were okay. they? They were like plastic, uh, like additions to your, yeah, oh, right. to your so actual mobile phone. Cover, basically. Yeah. yeah. Fascia mania. I used to have a Portsmouth cover on my phone on my th- uh, my thirty two ten. Thirty two ten. Lovely classic, mate. Yeah. Classic. It was a classic. I was remembering my first mobile phone, and I remember that the SIM card was a credit card sized SIM card. Yeah, I remember that. Fantastic. Oh, Pete, you probably knowing what we know about you and technology, you probably had a mobile phone in about nineteen eighty four. One of those in big brick ones. Yeah. Yeah, briefcase. You had to bring like an aerial around with it. <laughs> yeah. No, I got into a fight with the jeweler's son because I said he was the jeweler's son. Again, the, je- the, the town jeweler. I got into a fight. What with a northern t- jeweler! <laughs> I got into the to a fight. <laughs> I got into a fight with a, a jeweler's son, son, the jeweler's son, because uh, because I said he was slimy because he had a mobile phone when we were like fifteen yeah, or something. Wow. Nobody else had Did one. Did you grow up in a nursery rhyme? Yeah. <laughs> Is this when you worked down the Hovis mine? And then, and then you just see me running away with a big string of sausages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogs chasing right. you. Yeah. But going yeah. down to London with every, everything you own tied around a handkerchief. <laughs> in a handkerchief Peter, a what's your answer to the opening question? Um, well, uh, you don't have to. Um, 
wash your kit. You don't have to turn up oh. like all deodorised, do you? I knew it would be something. Just like really dirty. let your personal hygiene dirty go. Protest, it's a dirty yeah, protest. Well, not really a dirty protest. It doesn't have to involve fluvia, but it can just involve <laughs> sweat and being a stinky boy. <laughs> No, so I, I just like be a sticky boy. Now, um, I think that's something that comes very easy to you. Yeah. Outrageous. I, I re- smell better than anyone in this room. I was a bit exactly the same. Have you been angling for a move to another podcast for about five years now? <laughs> I, I smell better than anyone in this room is exactly the sort of thing someone with a body odor problem would say. <laughs> mate, I don't smell it on after I had my armpits lasered. So, oh, yeah. up yours, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Best money I ever spent, mate. That only really rears its own head in the money. summer. Yeah, doesn't it? In the summer, that only comes up, doesn't it? Yeah. Not, really, not, not a factor in the winter, is it? Yeah, it used to be, so. Yeah, yeah perfect. Um, let me answer so we can quickly go to the FA Cup. I would, <laughs> I would just, I would insist on wearing the team's kit for the, the, the team that I wanted to move to and just wear it all the time. And even when I when I, when I played from, I just, I take the, the home kit off and they're just like, yeah, these are the boys. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> that's worse than my answer. And that's the closest I've been to align myself with those horrible against modern football types. <laughs> Terrible one, oh, disgusting. But of course, it was only a silly answer. I was just joking, and Luke's got the point Thank because you very I much. thoroughly agree with his answer. That's mm. the sort of thing you would do, Marcus. You're a match, you're a model pro. You would definitely do that. Thank so you. Thank I'm you, surprised you giving me the point, sir. Part of the reason that Paul Paul Lynch was so hated at West Ham was because he did the photo, didn't he, with the kit May before Nightshire. the move had gone through, and that Nightshire, did make yeah. all the difference. Yeah, Nightshire, yeah, apparently so. Yeah, he was also, he was at the uh, at the game, wasn't he? He was. He was at yeah. the Derby game. Half time. Oh, yeah. let's go to Paul Lynch every ten minutes. See what he thinks about his son's performance. Why are we doing this? I quite like the idea of that. Yeah, (laughs) but I I think just not necessarily just famous football dads. Just just football dads. That's the natural progression. The logical progression is we get every dad from the game from the players who are playing and go to them every every time someone does something good. What what does his dad think? I'm failing to see why this is bad. Uh, It was Paul Ince, though, isn't it? I I think you both failed to hear what Pete said before. We've we've already we've already sort of had the idea of having a dad ramble, just getting all our dads on. Even though my dad does nothing about football, my dad doesn't either. No, we've we've floated the idea of dog ramble as well. Yeah, yeah. Each of our dogs in a room, isn't it? What's this got to do with Paul Ince? What's it got to do with the FA Cup fourth round? Just said weird broadcasting decisions. Sorry, Marcus. Me, Pete, and Jim had a little pat before we came on that we do as much as we could to not talk about football. See how long it lasts. We didn't. We didn't really. Okay, well, you've had enough. Time because we've got to talk about the FA Cup fourth round. It, 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 there were cup sets galore. Oh, there, there was phenomenal. loads of them. It was Max Romeo and the upsetter. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. And we're going to have to begin with Sutton United won Leeds United nil. Um, they didn't fancy the three G of Sutton, did they? They really. Didn't. I mean, Mike Leeds are eighty four places above Sutton in the football pyramid. Sutton's sixteenth in the National League. Um, Sutton. Uh, Obviously, they had that amazing uh, upset uh, when they beat Coventry, I think, in the late 80s. But, but this... Well, this yeah. game had, had everything. Uh, yeah. When they scored, well, of course, it was ruled out for offside. Maybe harshly, you yeah, might I don't know. know. But when they that. scored that, everyone sort of went, oh, hello. Yeah. And they just didn't look up for it at no, all. They, just didn't, the look, they didn't look so... interested in attacking at any point. They just seemed to like, enjoy the middle of the field. I, and... I love that. I love the fact that Sutton United have got a reputation as being a bit dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to... Tell you what, we're keeping this tight for <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Some of the punditry on, on match today afterwards made an interesting point, which is that does um, it, it was almost like Leeds were trying to overplay it, whereas Sutton know how to play on that pitch. They know the limitations of it, so they keep it short, keep it tidy, and it obviously worked for them because they were by far the better team. They were, they yeah. really absolutely deserved is that it fair win. To, is it fair to say that the television cameras weren't used to uh, oh, broadcasting was, uh, from a rainy Sutton United home? That, that, that must, the rain must have been like vertical, uh, sorry, horizontal, like going into the camera lens because there was no way they did enough cutaways so they could wipe the. Um, the ga- yeah, the game the had everything. It had that, it had a dodgy pen, it mm-hmm. had a, um, a red card, of course. It was the upset. There was a pitch invasion. 
Station, I think, as well. Yeah, but the only thing it didn't have was a really muddy pitch because of the 3G. Yeah. Right. But what it did have is it, it had uh, Collins, who the captain of Sutton United, tucking away the penalty, Big described unit. by one national newspaper as Collins has the type of figure you do not often see in the professional game. <laughs> Succinct. <Yeah. laughs> I can't think of anything funny. I don't want to be mean, so I'll just keep it like yeah. that. But, um, but they're not a professional club. <laughs> the offside, well, they might be. I mean, I think what is shorthand sure, for fatty boom boom? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Lincoln are full time professional. A lot of National League clubs mm. are full time. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not sure if Sutton are. I know he's they done, may not be. I don't. Know. I know he's done part time work. I love this though because um, Paul Doswell, I think the, the manager. Yeah, called, he is, yeah. Um, he said that the club have no ambitions to become a football league club, which is which is understandable. <laughs> yeah. But I love the fact. I don't think. I think he said that before the game. But I, 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 in my head, he said it after. Yeah. So he's talking about oh, and you're going to uh, and you're just beating Leeds United, one of the the, the biggest teams of English football history, and all this kind of stuff. Well, but we've got our ambitions very much stop at the fifth round of the yeah, FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah. No ambition to go on. See, no chance they're going to get to play a league club because we are not going there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, and I understand why before anybody emails. Speaking of the first goal, um, the, the, sorry, the offside goal, the yeah. goal that was ruled out. Yeah. To me, I mean, obviously because it was at, at Sutton, you didn't get a, a great camera angle. It looked like he might have been level. I think it, it was on, yeah. and it also looked like he might have come from just behind the ball as well. So a lovely finish. Well, another day, that could have been uh, that could have been a goal. And and I was thinking, I don't know if you guys felt the same. About halfway through the first half, I was thinking the Leeds keeper is keeping them in. This. Yeah, mm, he's hugely. keeping them in this game because mm. they, they were, as, as Pete or, or Jim or was said, Sutton were by far the better team. They really. I mean, were. I mean, I mean, I mean for, for Leeds, promotion is very much the dangling carrot, and that's the most important yeah. thing for them. So, yeah. which they might get to well, the playoffs, but like the, the same for Brighton though, in that you don't you don't want an embarrassment like that to derail your momentum, do you? So mm. it's still a no. disaster. He, well, he made a lot. Of, he did make a lot of changes, which is yeah. fair to say. I mean, look, the Leeds are obviously going for promotion, and that would be absolutely massive. Although, is it fair to say that? Not the best news for Leeds fan that co-owner Massimo Cellino has been cleared of any criminal offence relating to his alleged tax evasion in Italy. He's now able to continue his involvement with Leeds. I think there's another Last appeal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> did they hear that five minutes before kickoff? I mean, he definitely won't come back and derail their promotion. Can you bit, just check if we've been in the studio every five months <laughs> <laughs> after that? That is unacceptable. Yeah, they'll be in, like the playoff final. Yeah, and uh, the, you know the keys of the city are about to be handed to Mungo. He wins yeah. the game, and Cellino's like, "Now nah, I'm managing this. We're at I in. am managing, and we're at Wembley." <laughs> Sweeping on a hang glider and just <laughs> kick it out of the mayor's hands. Yeah. My, my favourite thing I think about, my favourite sort of like just the indication of what a low level the game was played at was one of the um, one of the sponsors on the stands. There were loads of tiny, tiny logos and you couldn't make out what they said, but in a massive, huge sign in big capital le- letters, it said, main sponsors of Sutton United. So like you, you can see that they have a sponsor, just not what <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like the camera they chose to pick out people in the crowd, aka bloody Pardew um, oh, yeah. was, was, was the one that, that was the one that was not bothered by rain at any point well Pardew actually opened the 3G pitch when it first um, mm. when it first opened Indeed. Right. it apparently uh, it's a FIFA two star pitch which is the best rating you can get Okay, for a three G pitch, hey, and Pardew is a Pardew is a two star human. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's I did my research just so I could say that. That's official trip advisory. <laughs> that's, that's, that's on Pete's rating. Very much, not on rating. I, went, I went to Alan Pardew for, for a summer holiday and had a terrible time. <laughs> Slide enjoyable until end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Spikes. The, I love the fact that the uh, footballs kept being booted outside the, out oh, of the stadium. Beautiful. How many did they lose in the first Five half? Five in the first half. In the first half. <laughs> I did, I, I, presumably, they lost count or there was not as many in the second half. Tell you, that was Pete's childhood. He'd have gone over to booty, wouldn't he? Uh, <laughs> booty of footballs. There was, which, um, which you had stolen off him from the candlestick maker's son. <laughs> <laughs> the spot shop owner's son. Yeah. Look uh, at Mick's trophies. A lucky fox would have stolen the bag. <laughs> the penalty, what did you think of the penalty? I thought the penalty could have gone either way. It looked like it might have been a foul on the goalkeeper, but it was a very nicely taken Oh, he tucked away, yeah. lovely. Yeah. By Colin. Did you think it was a penalty? Yeah. 
I, I wanted it so much. <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of trailing feet going on, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> on, 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 on FA Cup games, there might be an upset. You will turn a blind eye to anything. The yeah. second one was certainly yeah. more uh, objectionable when it comes to um, could have been tackles. A, they could have, yeah, what? The, the first one was like, he was looking for that. Second one was like, he was looking for that, but it was better. Yeah, yeah he didn't make a better job of it. <laughs> when you're watching like a when you watch like a non-league team and you really want them to have an upset, you're like, he's everybody right on the fist with his eye there. Yeah. Get him off, get him off. <laughs> oh, but what a win! And it, 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 it's the first time that two non-league sides have reached the fifth round of the FA Cup. I hope yeah. they which get is each other. Stunning. And Lincoln are um, uh, 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 they beat Brighton three-one. What yeah. a win, Brighton. Uh, Going, I mean, Brighton, for all intents and purposes, at the moment, if you look at the way the bottom sides in the Premier League are playing and the way Brighton are playing, they are playing like a Premier League side. Yeah. And they wouldn't be out of place in the division this season. Um, and I know you're wondering, Peter, does that have any implications with Newcastle? Don't worry, you're still, <laughs> still in the hunt. But um, but this was an upset of extreme proportions as well. Especially yeah. given that Brighton won a goal ahead as well. They went a goal ahead, and the way they celebrated, you know, there was, there was a bit of this sort of carnival atmosphere and all that kind of stuff in, in the Brighton den. And the, the draw's been made the live draw on this show. Made, yeah. Sutton are at home to Arsenal. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Campbell. Amazing. Come yeah. on. Lincoln are away. Threw those balls Craig, Craig Eastman, who plays for Sutton, used to play for Arsenal as well. So that's like a huge thing for him. By the that's way, fantastic. By the way, we all know that Arsenal are going to struggle there. Yeah. Jim, this is absolute embarrassment. Sir. I, I think Sutton will get a replay. Or, or maybe or maybe Arsenal will win like 2 1 with a last think, minute Giroud goal. I, think Harley, Harley, I remember Harleypool getting a drug against Arsenal back in the day, I seem to recall. And then they pumped us, I think. Yeah, that was. And Burnley. They've got Lincoln at home. So Burnley, Lincoln at home. Burnley, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough draw for them. That. That's mm, a horrible. Yeah, one. It is. Yeah, that's what sort of draw you don't really want. But then, yeah, Burnley look good. They do indeed. But, uh, but what a win for Lincoln, though. Yeah, there was a key moment in that game. Uh, Brian were a goal ahead, and uh, Glenn Murray had a really good chance to make it two 0 Didn't take it. Yeah, he's just signed for them permanently from Bournemouth, I think. Um, good and, and, and from then, from then on, it was, it was, yeah, it was up for grabs. Lincoln in the fifth round for the first time since 1887. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the commentator, the local commentator, reared his head again. Oh my he? god, he must be. He went crazy. He, he must have screamed going, himself to he, death. He lost a plot. He, yeah. he, he, he starts going. Two World Wars and one World Cup oh. since Lincoln made the, go. You've gone crazy. Wow. There's a lot. More, what he should have actually said was the amount of actual World Cups that have taken place. Because yeah. that yeah. would have been more impressive. Well, I eat all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he could have he, he could have done a lot but better. But Lincoln were having a lovely time. Never goal ruled out for offside as well. Did they? They were going on. That's over. right. Yeah, yeah they were all over. The, but all, all over. three goals were ridiculous from Brighton's point of view. Oh they my were goodness! Terrible. <laughs> the, the third one. I mean, Chris Armstrong was as fuming as Chris Armstrong gets. Yeah. He, he, I, I don't think <laughs> that man's ever too. lost his hammer. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hughes, sorry, yeah. not Chris Armstrong. <laughs> well, he was angry as well. Chris Armstrong. <laughs> he sure was. Nobody had no investment in it, and he was still angry. I watched the game with him, Chris Armstrong. Chris Hughes was as angry, close to getting angry as he gets. The third goal. It was it was sort of Sunday league yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of when, when you have a goalkeeper mm. in Sunday league who can't kick the ball far mm. and it goes straight to the other side. I mean, the own goal was just. Oh yeah. But yeah. I tell you what, Lincoln manager Danny Cowley said, "We used the analogy beforehand that if beating them was like getting to the moon, doing so after going behind would be like getting to Pluto." Yeah, he's got. <laughs> he's, he's, he's absolutely shot his bolt there because. <laughs> Pluto is seven and a half billion kilometres away from Earth, mm-hmm. and the Moon is only three hundred eighty-four thousand kilometres. What planetary analogies is he going to use next? Because he's, he's going to have to go out of the solar system. Yeah, mm. and ones that don't have proper names, just, yeah, exactly. just numbers and letters. What do, you, yeah. what, what do you think of the draw, though? Because they're they're a way to, to. Why don't you tell us who else we've got? Because we only know the two. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah. we've focused yeah, on that. <laughs> well, we will come to them in a minute. Burnley are playing Lincoln yeah. at, at home now. I, Luke, you, you, we were saying on the way up here that. If you're a Lincoln City, do you want a site, you know, at home to say Huddersfield, for example? Because mm. that, that's winnable. 
Um, I know Huddersfield probably won't thank me for saying that. Or do you, you know, are you just, you know, damn it all, let's go to Old Trafford or something? Because Burnley away is... I I was saying, I wasn't on Thursday, that Burnley, I said, if Burnley, Burnley will beat Bristol City, which they did, and if they get a home draw the next round, at this point now, this is on Thursday, they're a great bet to win the FA Cup. Burnley can't defend against Lincoln, though. They'll they'll beat they'll beat Lincoln. No, they yeah. should they should beat Lincoln. But I mean, they, they can't do their normal sort of defending. They hit Lincoln out. on the break. Why, Why not? Why not? Well, all right, fine. It works, it works against whoever. It works against <laughs> Liverpool. You, you, know, you, you, know, you, you basically want a home draw, though, don't you? Because you, you, you're not going to guarantee an allocation mm. wherever you go. You're not going to fit all the fans in. I think a home draw well, satisfies is, everyone. But I think. this is my point, though, because if you want if you want a home draw mm. um, against the side who are in the Championship or, or League One then you're sort of thinking, you know, we could get the quarterfinals. Or you just cash your chips in and go, Old Trafford. Old Trafford, yeah. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. I know what you mean. Um, but one thing Whereas they're sort of Stafford halfway between Bridge. there. <laughs> what I want to say about Lincoln is that uh, Chris Reid up front for them, he's apparently 16 stone, 10 pounds. Amazing. That is lovely Why not stuff. go for 17? <laughs> Why not just yeah, put a couple of pounds is. on? He will be by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, by that game, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, incredible. People are working. People start saying he is unplayed. I think he's got 20 odd goals last season. I think he's on eight or nine this season. Yeah, so, okay. you know he's, he's decent for that level. He's but absolute he's, but he's nuisance <laughs> value. He's just nuisance value. <laughs> he really is. Uh, um, Wolves have drawn Chelsea oh. at home in the next round. Now that's not easy because it, it, Wolves, if they can um, defend like they did against Liverpool with Costa and Dicko on the break, hmm. they, 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 they're going to. You're not, you're not sure. Wolves no, aren't going to beat Chelsea. Yeah, no. I don't think they're going to have enough. I, I appreciate what you're saying, yeah. but I think that just, you know... I'm getting it, caught up in it, Jim. You are. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate you're bringing me all the way I've done the few romance of it all. Keep your, de- de- keep your distance from Marcus, I think he's got a serious dose of cup fever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. um, before you move on to the draw... That, that was me, look, I've, oh, I, I ate some bad food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Before we move on to, to the other draw... Well, we're talking Liverpool Wolves who are going on. Well, yeah, I wanted to make a point about Lincoln, though. Please. Is that Gary Lineker tweeted something really interesting today. You know, we've talked a bit about how Manchester United have been uh, had 56 televised mm-hmm. FA Cup games yeah. well Gary Lineker said today that um, that the BBC asked to be able to show oh, the yes, game right. and the FA went back to them and said you can't the you, FA have, have, you have to have made the United. FA have come out and defended themselves yeah they, they're this. denying it but Gary Lineker said on Twitter he literally said that he said this is correct after Lincoln won their replay we asked the FA to change to Lincoln Brighton game they refused I think I think it was because it was 10 they, days notice as well okay well I, I think maybe it had already been done or something like yeah. that because uh, I think the alternative would have been what would have been Ipswich and another Brighton. Uh, Ipswich Brighton yeah. yeah of course yeah um, and they they went for the safe bet of Manchester United yeah but Gary Lineker I'll read it to you again no no I, I, I heard what you said but I'm saying <laughs> the FA have uh, have got their this, side of the story this, listen we live in the age of conspiracy theories let's indulge that let's not <laughs> listen to what actually is true and make up our own truth I'm, I'm, so, so, who's on the side, so Gary said this yeah the FA have said that uh huh yeah. But Who do we believe? What are we saying, Peter? <laughs> you're, you're saying due process needs to be observed <laughs> on the FA side. Contracts have been signed. Yeah, eyes have been dotted. I'm T's just, have been crossed. Yeah, it's in just, the schedules. Yeah, I'm just saying they're only following through on what they said they'd do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marcus Speller. I'm only joking, you silly sods. Now, uh, Liverpool, they'd lost at home to, to Wolves. It was a third straight loss at home for the pool. Yeah. Um, some media were, were scathing of Jurgen Klopp fielding a weakened or an, or an inexperienced team, which... <laughs> It's, it's, it's the, he can feel whatever side he wants. Jim. He can feel whatever side he wants, but I think you know he. It was he even said after the game that you know I, I made a mistake in doing that and I hold my hands up. And it was, it, it's not that it was necessarily a sort of lack of respect to, to Wolves almost, but I think it was a sort of failure to see that his own team are, are kind of struggling a bit and actually maybe 
you know, he needed to use what he had at his disposal as much as possible because they don't have the strength and depth that maybe they thought they did earlier in the season. Because well, out of two cups in a week, well, also you know, if, if his squad's struggling and they're and they're showing signs of uh, of tiredness, which a number of people have been critical of Klopp running his side into the ground, then what's wrong with resting players in a home uh, draw against Wolves in, in the cup? It's do, do you not think it's dispiriting because I mean, because if you lose and they did lose, um, what's if, the gamble? And, and they, yeah, but they and they lose again <clears throat> against Chelsea. That's for um, um, home losses in a row, yeah. and that's not happened since nineteen twenty odd, something mm. like that. So, like, it's not helpful to lose any football match. I think. True, but I, don't, I don't think he's picked a side in which he thinks. Mm, I'm not sure. No, they if should have had enough. Wolves. No, absolutely not. But <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a circular thing. The media demand football. The media demand more televised football. The pressure is on the players. Jurgen Klopp uh, then has to manage that because his team are playing twelve games in five weeks. Mm. Um, they played something like ten games in January, so then he has to manage that as best he can. And then when he gets knocked out of tournaments and loses games, the media around on him. Mm. What's he expected? To Gary do? Neville defended him though. Well, Gary Neville's right in what he said. I mean, he, I mean, if you take Manchester United from the nineties when they're a dominant force in the English football for the most part, Ferguson used to play young players all the time in the cup. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him playing. Um, Chris Casper and Michael Clegg at centre back <laughs> in the in the FA Cup one year and they got knocked out. They also they've been they got knocked out a couple of times in the nineties. Well, they, yeah. they played Ben Ben Thornley and, and one or two others as well in the game and got knocked out against Wimbledon. Was it maybe in the nineties? Mm-hmm. It's always happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the teams this 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 round who have fielded weakened sides. I mean, you know, it's not just top teams doing that. Brighton fielded changes. You Newcastle. Know. Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle had changes, you know. Um, so it happens all well, over look, the place. Arsenal had changes. They won 5 nil. Southampton yeah. made nine changes as well in that game, though. That other yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 changes. But, but the overall point is, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think there's two points. One is that teams are always going to... Um, make changes when they're gunning for lots of different competitions <coughs> against a lesser team whether it be Brighton or Leeds or Newcastle uh-huh. or, or even Arsenal or, or whatever yeah. um, but I think the, the key difference might be now that they're, they're fielding quite a lot more of them I think Ferguson despite what I've just said Ferguson would always have a, a, a core of good players he around would. him as well and so around those young players as well but I do maintain that the, 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 the fixture schedule for, for Liverpool um, particularly this season over Christmas through and through January has genuinely been uh, you know, not far short of a disgrace. Mm-hmm. I mean, they play three games in February. Could have done without, re- without that replay, though, surely. Yeah, yeah. Well, quite. That's partly their fault, of course. But but playing ten games in in one month, well, yeah, is, I mean, is incredible. It's an incredible cup, amount of games. The league cup having two legs has often been yeah. talked about as well. But I didn't have watching them. But, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, but Wolves, though, what a great win for them. And uh, Paul Lambert winning again at Anfield. He said this yeah. was the best of his uh, managerial wins there. I like that when he's when they're, when when they're talking about how many times have you won at Anfield and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Well, this is probably the best. One. <laughs> Um, but uh, Costa nearly so. scored one of the greatest FA Cup goals of our time that but was just fantastic. couldn't find the finish yeah. that was not only fantastic but it was also a great example of how leggy Liverpool look oh, someone, yeah. said, someone said to me on Friday someone sort of in the nose said to me on Friday that he is training those players so hard and and, it mm. looked, and, it, and you can see that you yeah. can see it a mile off all, all teams have got to do is, is sit deep and make it tough for Liverpool they, even, they, even they, no, ten, teams no penetration but what's, what's astounding about that is um, is how simple that tactic is. Tactic is sit off, hit, hit him on the break. You know, just dig in a little bit, let him have the ball, win it, hit him on the break. Really, really straightforward, simple like Sunday league tactics in a sense because it is very, very basic and it's working. Like yeah. it's working to the point where Wolves have observed it happened, and then and then Wolves can beat them at Anfield. It's it's 
I think, I, think that's why, I think that's why Mane stayed at the African Cup of Nations. He yeah. couldn't get. Well, they flew him back, didn't they? No, doesn't want to get involved. Come back, everything's on fire. You, <laughs> will, come back. you will miss that penalty. Yeah, you will. You will yeah. And, but, and, I mean, yeah. Jim, just to follow up on what you said, I mean, the Liverpool. A lot of people will, will say who know more about tactics than I do will say the way you combat that: move the ball nice and quickly, move it from flank to flank, get out wide, get yeah. behind the fullbacks, mm. all that stuff. Force that space. Liverpool cannot move the ball quickly enough to overcome a Championship side. Mm. That, that's how slow they've been with the ball at the moment and, and it really is worrying times for them because they've got um, Chelsea tomorrow night or uh, tomorrow night I think um, which is going to be a very tough game Chelsea are unde- unbeaten in their last four at Anfield so it's not going to be easy is, I mean, the, is the Gergen press no good in the Premier League and the FA Cup it's too quick yeah too quick who, who in knows? a quick division it could be Peter but um, Klopp said something quite funny about Sadio Mane in the press today he said um Sadio Mane will arrive, arrive home tonight. I will look into his eyes and see what is possible. Oh. So who knows? He <laughs> might play. Yeah. Maybe look into the eyes of your other players who've got caught yeah, drink yeah. driving. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. What? Always the moral compass, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. That, yeah. <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> well, let me I'm all right, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. On there, you're the moral compass. Yeah. In real life, you're the worst out of all of us. I'm not. Let's I not just get... say I am. <laughs> We're going to talk about to make Oxford you feel better. Luke. We're going to talk about Oxford United after this. <laughs> Watch yourself, it's the Ramble Boys chucking out the bounce, making all the noise. Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mists because they're coming for you and your big shop tips. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Before we talk more FA Cup, it's time for emails with Pete Donaldson. It is time for emails with Pete Donaldson. Thank you for. Uh, I always, I always don't realise this is happening, but it's yeah, happening. Even though it's on the running order. Yeah, All right, always shut your fat mouth. Um, <laughs> Joel, uh, Joel G says, um, glad to see that David Moyes and his honest streak strikes again. He promised that the players he would buy wouldn't improve the squad, and immediately gets Darren Gibson and Brian a video. Yeah, you see Johnny Lescott as well. That's and Johnny Lescott as well. It's it's amazing the old old sort of Everton old boys club there you see who else he's brought in ahead of the deadline uh, Joe Max Moore mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Rosinski <laughs> Tobias Linderoff uh, Alessandro Pistoni uh, Scott Gemmell and Alan Stubbs well, nice. so, Rosinski can still do a when job you, when yeah. you said Joe Max Moore a little part of me thought Wait, how old is he? <laughs> 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 Hello to uh, Tom Slade. Hi guys, just returned home after Sutton United versus Leeds and I noticed you'd picked up on Sutton's reserve keeper slash coach, 45-year-old Wayne Shaw. He's certainly an intimidating presence but despite his size, his skin isn't quite as thick. He proved this last season when after taking abuse from the fans at Gander Green Lane for the majority of the game, he left his post in the Sutton United goal, jumped the hoardings and walloped said fan who had relentless been taunting, who'd been really? taunting him, which is incredible. Careful, you'd, yeah. you'd think he'd be banned for a, a, a while. I think, and then some of the fans who are listening to this show now might have been told want, want to hear mm. that before the game yeah Tom uh, Tom took him Tom took uh, Tom's uh, granddad used to take him to the lane but that memory stands out because <laughs> a keeper yeah. walloped a man is that uh, because he's so old he was from an era where you can get away with doing that yeah maybe yeah, yeah. was that fine. when Pardew went to see them <laughs> <laughs> Liam Fernandez hi Ramblers my highlight of the week took place in the west of Scotland Super League where Shettleston keeper Gary White I'm sure this will be mentioned in the highlight of the week yeah, uh, yeah. by a few people age 21 was sent off in a 1-0 win against Shots Bonacord uh, for having a pee behind the goal his own goal I should add not an attempt to distract the opposition keeper he yeah. said, I've been playing football since I was eight. No red cards until today when I got dismissed for having a slash. Got to go when you got to go. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I think it was a daily record got, uh, did a story about this. Right. And they, they, they looked up um, former World Cup referee Bob Valentine, mm-hmm. uh, who said he was baffled 
by the decision who said, um, uh, in my opinion, it should have been a yellow at most for ungentlemanly conduct. Yeah. Yellow? Okay. But, yeah, but <laughs> you see a picture of the referee that sent him off. Now, I don't want to cast aspersions over the type of people who want to become referees, but that guy mm. looked like a real jobs worth. He, was like, he relished it. He was relishing was he the, it. Was yeah. he, was he, did he look like a prat? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I haven't actually seen what he looks no like. No comment. Um, but that's the vibe I'm picking up on. Any more emails, Peter? Uh, yeah, well, we, you, look, you're talking about uh, footballers who may have played in, uh, at fairly high um, oh, level. Listen- Level in football, yeah, and, and who listen to the show? Hi guys, um, I'm been... Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, uh, this is from George. Uh, you've been looking for a listener who plays to the highest standard of football. That's not me. My football oh. career fell off a cliff once I discovered food, fags, and booze. Why, um, why are you emailing then? However, my sister is decent. Okay, get her to email uh, it then. Yeah. <laughs> she currently plays in the top flight women's league in Ooh. England. Uh, she's won the league three times, has wow. two players' player of the season awards, and uh, in 2015 brought home a bronze medal from the Women's World Cup in Canada for England. I realise it's a slightly tenuous. And she may not be regular now. However, she has definitely listened to the show through, uh, through me in the car and in the kitchen of my parents' house over Christmas time. Okay, does so that count, Luke? What's, what's, what's her name? Place, Who is it, Luke? A third place World Cup winner. We're not going to beat that. Yeah. No. Who is it? Well, I, I sh- he hasn't um, attached the. Oh, name. for crying out loud! <laughs> He's not even <laughs> given us a second name. name. To be honest, so it could be well, anyone. That, well, that's nonsense. That's out the window. All right, okay. No. All right. Well, how about this then? Richard says, uh, "Hello, Ramblers. Having heard the futsal shout for the Durham slash England police last week, I'd like to draw the Ramblers' attention to back to my email two years ago when I wrote about my international debut for the England futsal team." Yeah, but we, we spoke Third about season in the uh, England team. Now we're out in Bulgaria trying to qualify from the pre-qualifiers for the qualifiers in what? Azerbaijan. <laughs> Aren't we all? Speller is gutting it. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to take you off emails in a minute. Outrageous. <laughs> I'm trying to give you some proper yeah, footballers here. Yeah, cup fever, right? You know <laughs> He's got a futsal foot in mouth. <laughs> futsal in mouth. Futsal in mouth. Yeah, but we spoke about futsal. That's very admirable. That's an achievement. So futsal's not easy, and I think it should be played more in this country, blah, 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 blah. But it's not quite what we <laughs> are for, was it, Luke? I, I, I'm not... You know me, I'm not one to have a go to listen. But I've put a call out there. I've had someone, someone's sister... Who we don't know her name. And two people... Who we don't even know she is. <laughs> and two people playing futsal. Yeah. How many I'm starting to think we've got about ten listeners. <laughs> still, I still am the one who's played at the highest level, listeners. So yeah. come on, yeah. she played in the World Cup. Yeah, but she it's no proof. Yeah, for one, one thing, <laughs> I played in the World Cup as well. There you go. She doesn't really listen, well, and you that. couldn't find the attachment of her name with your box of buttons. So we don't confirm whether she's a real person. So Peter confirmed whether she listens. Like the best explanation from the email was, I'm pretty sure she's heard it once or twice in the car. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a listener. Look, that's that's as good as a listener gets for me. <laughs> oh. radio show. <laughs> you download it. <laughs> so you take that radio diary. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Are there any any other emails? Well, that's that's it for this okay. week, Marcus. Oh, I've got if no you no want to get involved, show at thefootballramble.com. And I'm just hoping that someone plays at a decent level of football to sit these imbeciles that I'm sat across from. I've got no notes for Oxford United three Newcastle nil because I thought it would be peak time. No, I <laughs> You've had quite enough from me. Oh, it's your time to shine, Pete. Deary me. Yeah. Well, he, he said he wasn't happy that the match. Um, wasn't broadcast live. No, he said he was happy that the yeah. match wasn't broadcast live. And, and he turned out he was right. Yeah. yeah. There it was. It wasn't great. What if, what if it happens if the fifth round tie is due to be televised? That was my point. Well, after the know. game, didn't he say that he was... <laughs> Michael Laffer said he was surprised <laughs> surprised that the players could get to that level. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said we're not a 1-0 team, didn't he? He said we're not, <laughs> right, a, yeah. we're not the sort of team who could score and just shut up shop. No. Just, was it, he kind of gets Mitrovic. It was along the lines of, like, we haven't got the character for that. <laughs> 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 sort of, like, the team. Just 1-3-0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mitrovic's penalty was a nice one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
To be fair, it's a great save from the keeper. He's turning into a Mistrovich, I think. You didn't think Newcastle could have more room for another bogey team, but I should have Last three times they've played him, they've smashed him every time. Newcastle are like England. They're not reserve bogey teams waiting in different leagues, just in case. Oxford did knock out Swansea last season. They reached the fourth round, but they've gone one better this year. I mean, you would never have thought that as an Oxford United fan. Newcastle stink up the FA Cup every single year. Yeah. Since, what, they, since, since they lost at Wembley. I can, oh, okay. Since so. they lost at Wembley twice. Oh, no, no, they got, uh, yeah, semi-finals. Mm. After the final, I think they yeah, did. Yeah, very that close. close. <laughs> you know. I mean, that's not... That's not that no, 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 but it's not stinking up the cup, is it? No, it's, they've stank up the cup recent in recent time. memories. Okay, all right, all right fair enough. I mean, you, not, you'd know. Newcastle aren't that big a club, it's not, isn't it? It's not... Where's that come from? It's a little dig. There were a bit of a little dig. There was, there was some great. Sometimes no amount of preparation for yeah. this show is better than just poking Pete with a stick, right? I've learned no, that. No, I'm not years. feeling very well. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. Too many sticks been poked at you. Um, obviously, there were some great upsets, and there was one that nearly was at White yeah. Hart Lane. Oh. So, this was, the, this was, I mean, if you look at that incident, talking about oh, some, you know, drama, that, that's probably arguably the game of the weekend. Yeah. Here's his volley was insanely oh, good. Oh, was beautiful. Do you know why I love that volley so much? Because he didn't try and hit it too hard. No. He controlled it beautifully, picked his spot. Graceful. It was fantastic. Oh. He had yeah. a great game, Paul Hayes. Yeah, he he, really he really missed a chance, like, just, just before that, hadn't he? Yeah, he and, had. Uh, yeah. He cleared one off the line as well, didn't he? Yeah, he was just everywhere. I know, he was, yeah. I couldn't believe that when when the other games were happening, you think, you know, Brighton away to, to Lincoln and uh, and the other ones that were, were going on. But when Wickham went two 0 up at Spurs, I thought that's come from nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but Wickham. I think Wickham were unbeaten in sixteen away, games. Away to game. Spurs. I'm yeah, sorry, it's, it's a tough assignment. But Spurs made a lot of changes. Sp- they did, but the Spurs, the, the White Hart Lane, is, it's Police is, Academy mission to Moscow, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> tough. It, 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 White Hart Lane is a fortress this season. And yeah. you could argue maybe last season as well. Um, they've got such a wonderful defensive record. Now, yes, they've made changes, but they come into that that very formidable system and ethos and culture at the club, which is Pochettino has now. And, and um, to be fair, pretty created. much all those players have been parts of matchday squads this yeah. season. All of them. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, they weren't. When I saw that lineup, I wasn't going, "Who is that?" Yeah, exactly, all the exactly. players you sort of knew. Yeah, uh, but the, but they did win it at the end, Spurs. You know, I mean, it, well, but, well, they they well. Well, there's a lot of character there because yeah. I know that, that a lot um, of professionalism. I think. Yeah, well, look, Wicked, Wicked, they should be beating Wickham at home. Yeah. And in the end, they did. Uh, and, yeah. and it's all about getting to the next round. It's gutting for them. But especially when uh, Spurs came back to 2 all. When they got 2 1, you thought, oh, here we go, 2 all, yeah. And then Wickham they went 3 2. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was the. It's 36 year old Gary Thompson with a lovely it's header. A lovely header. Beautiful header. That was a lower league, old school header. Yeah. Mm. Um, a friend of mine who's a Spurs season ticket holder, he, he actually texts me after the game. He doesn't often text me after Spurs game. And he was like, I genuinely am gutted for Wickham there. Yeah. Because yeah, they were 3 2 up. Um, um, what the last minute wasn't mm. it? The last minute, the 89th minute or so. Yeah, so then they scored their goal, their winner in the 97. It was a poor kick out, kick out from the keeper. Uh, yeah. he'll be, he'll be get that, the yeah, third yeah. goal was yeah, and his positioning yeah. wasn't great when when no. uh, when Ali scored. Ali's goal was absolutely brilliant. And I don't know if it's maybe got enough credit amongst all of the uh, other stuff that happened in the game, but the way that he sort of shielded the ball by letting it mm. run under him yeah, yeah. with yeah. such clever technique, and he still had a lot to do after that by mm-hmm. placing it as well as he did. And it was just it was just brilliant. If you watch the winner, the Sun winner as well in slow motion, it's not actually going in. Yeah, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's not on goal. Yeah. yeah and, and, and the guys put it in it would have gone wide obviously he wasn't going to know that he was pegging it back like 100 mile an hour it's a bit lot of bottle if he dummied that oh man let it through his legs yeah. <laughs> we'll the replay next round yeah. yeah it's a fantastic game though yeah because yeah. I mean, Trippier looked like he, he I don't know what the report is on his injury but he looked like he got a good knee in the, in the ribs yeah. um, and for, for them to be down to 10 and, and 3-2 down I mean it's so a big it, effort it was annoying because there were so many exciting matches and I was in Lisbon at the time and I was sat in Cristiano Ronaldo's restaurant <laughs> 
watching the watching the just hanging out, uh, and I was, and they'd put Portuguese television had only put the Chelsea Brentford match on. That's I was like, come on! <laughs> they, were, they were scouting the things, and they Stinker. thought Chelsea, well, the, you know, the yeah. top of the league, and it's a West London derby. That must be the one to watch. Just, just to answer, answer your question about why Pete was there, he found out um, midweek last week that they had de- they've decriminalised all drugs. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was like, okay, <laughs> off. Naughty Peter. Um, what a win for Millwall. Yeah, 1-0. Yeah. And uh, great as well. I mean, obviously, better news like we spoke about last time around and a lot of people have spoken about with Millwall. It's not confirmed that it's going to be all roses yet, but but better. But what, what a win, though, in the current climate as well. And against the Premier League side, that's an upset. Yeah, oh, League one Millwall. People, people were saying, was that an upset? Yes, it was. Yeah, I mean, we, we called it. Didn't we? Not to we said that that was, a, that was a big one. Um, but it did. It looked very winnable for Millwall, Millwall just because of the sort of um, I don't know, just it's, just the state Watford we, are in. They just don't look mm. a clue, do they? We called it on a weekend where like ninety five percent of big teams went out. I did find Walter Mazzari afterwards saying that he felt his team were better and seemed annoyed about how aggressive Millwall were in yeah. their approach. Steve Morrison, who scored the winner, it's a lovely goal by the way. Yeah. He, he, that's his third spell at the club. He's, he's obviously a, a fan's favourite down there. He said. I saw a quote from him today saying that's a disgrace. There was nothing going on, on that pitch. No, anything out of the ordinary. We just we just battled very very hard. We worked really hard and we deserved it. Well, it's just an, an emotional reaction from a man under pressure, isn't it? I suppose think? so. Yeah, I suppose. Indeed, so. indeed. But yeah, fabulous for Millwall. It, it was absolutely brilliant to see and and Fulham as well beating Hull four one. I mean, to be honest, again, people said was that an upset? I suppose it was. Technically Ful- speaking, Fulham second was an absolute beauty. What, what a, a wonderful time Fulham had! Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a funny side because Yukanovic, obviously, you know, he got Watford promoted to the Premier League and then didn't. Then he left the club, so he knows how to to play that division. Uh, and and with Fulham, he took a little bit of time getting going, but they're playing some some really nice stuff. But the old penalty curse down at Craven Cottage that was a ridiculous. Bit, that the, was amazing. Uh, bit the away team on the bottom for, for, for this those, time. For those who haven't seen that, <laughs> Abel Hernandez was awarded and took a penalty. He. He had it saved, he went to follow it up and was brought down again for another penalty, yep. which he then missed again. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the keeper saved it, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Quite, yeah, it's amazing. But it was hard to sort of get your head around. So the keeper saved one, that's good. Yep. Then he gave another one away, that's bad. Yep. But then he saved another one, so he's one up. Abel Hernandez <laughs> won a penalty, that's good, but he missed it, so it's bad. But then he won another one, that's good, but then he missed it again, so that's also bad. He's neutral. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, no, I actually, he's minus two. He's Hernandez is neutral in that. But Marcus Betty, always nice to have a Marcus in there, I find. But, um, but wonderful stuff but there was it was quite funny some local co-commentary was uh, was good well some local commentary and the co-commentator when the second penalty was given the commentator was uh, you know giving it the big one couldn't believe what was happening and the, the co-commentator all you could hear is <laughs> <laughs> just ah, chuckling away to love himself that's what it should be you don't expect to hear that in uh, in London radio I guess that's probably me being biased you don't, yeah, you don't really, local radio you don't really think of it in London no true enough but uh, Fulham have missed seven out of nine penalties and what about would you like to uh, spare a word for Ryan Sessegnon? 16-year-old Ryan Sessegnon. 16 years old. Had a great phenomenal. game. He had a great game at fullback. I mean, if Frederick is, or Frederick isn't a bad uh, fullback as well for Fulham, but Sessegnon, what a performance he put in. He's a very exciting young player. Mm. Sonny Aluko had a mm. lovely game against his old team. Yeah, he did, well. yeah, yeah. But, but Spurs aren't going to sign Sonny Aluko, unlike Ryan Sessegnon. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> didn't, um, didn't Sonny Aluko play for Hull in the final against Arsenal? He did. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah pretty sure that's he would have right, done, yeah. yeah. But he, I don't remember him ever being that rapid. Like, when a player's oh, got... So, a, Luko's got a nice touch and a nice... 
nice uh, bit of skill and pace about him. But the, when a player really has something to prove against an old team, especially in a cup competition, and especially when they're a sort of division above, you know, like mm. in that sort of rare set of circumstances, they do just they, yeah. they just give it three billion percent. It's one of the know, great intangibles of football. Isn't yeah, quite. Was Sonny Aluko emailed in earlier? Because if it was, <laughs> I'm impressed by that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, <I> mean. <laughs> you know. Um, and then on the Friday night, Derby played Leicester, and Darren Bent had a lovely old time. <laughs> I was I was watching that game and I, obviously I finished work and I was rushing home to watch it and to, to get everything out and, and obviously that goal came quite early on mm. and um, I was out in the other room and my wife called me and said you've got to see this, got to see this. <laughs> she, she doesn't know much about football so she didn't know what was happening I went in there I was like how has he done that? <laughs> how, how is that even possible? There's no one around him to strike a ball I love the analysis the analysis of it was that he did really well he did like, everything right he he, he he covered the front post when the ball went over. He spun round. He took up his position on the goal. Did everything he should have done in that mm-hmm. defensive role, and he just sliced it into his own. Yeah, the man has got an eye for goal. He we sure know that he's a poacher in the box. Yeah, Derby weren't far off uh, causing a little cup set of their own. You know, I thought it was a great game. I thought Bent's goal at the right end was a really nice header as well. Yeah, um, Leicester obviously bowed themselves out and 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 lived to fight another day. But that was a really. I tell you what. That was the point where you knew that it was going to be a good weekend of cup football because that was the first game of them all. Yeah, it was a fantastic yeah. one. I really much much like Pete Donaldson, there was a stomach bug problem there with was, uh, some of the yeah. Leicester players. Yeah. Um, but they, but they, uh, they've managed to recover and get a, a replay. Uh, before we go um, uh, to another little break, uh, Blackburn beating uh, Blackpool 2-0, of course, was, uh, was a good win for, for Rovers. And a, a great second from, from Bennett. What a goal yeah. that was. But it was all about the, the protest, really, yeah. um, for uh, the, some of the media. Well, it won't be for Blackburn fans, of course. It's all about getting in the next round. But there's a few tennis balls on the pitch and all that kind well, of stuff. Black, but those Black two have had their own protest. They're well, protesting Venky still. Yeah, yeah. They are. We forgot about that years ago. They're still yeah. going, bless well, them. By the sounds of it, so are Venkies, because from what I've heard about it, they're basically just, you know, never around, just just running it from afar, not interested at all. And obviously, when you run something like that, it falls into the ground, doesn't it? And my favourite thing about that protest was apparently a lot of the tennis balls were from outside the ground. <laughs> What? Just, just, just lo- like people, like fans who were protesting the game by not going to it, disrupting it by chucking tennis balls in from well, like outside. over the stand. Apparently so. I think it's one of those those stadiums where, um, you know, like the Britannia. Yeah. It's got Where gaps part in the of it's open, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you left over an arm on your other I was about yeah. to say, he's throwing a tennis ball <laughs> over a stadium. What have you done? <laughs> yeah, they should have a good baseball team. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but we're going to go up north after this. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. The preview show, of course, will be out this Friday. We uh, we we didn't do very yeah, well um, the bit of the week. Well, Joe, Amf- uh, what, what's it, Joe? Um, I forget his name. though, you sprung it on me, Joe Flaherty. Well done, Joe Flaherty was doing the uh, the bit of the week. He, he he tweeted in saying, "I got the bet half right. It was of course Millwall to win, but there to be over two and a half goals in the game, mm. and they were one nil." He said, uh, "Right result, but wrong scoreline. Put it down as a moral victory, if not a literal one." No, you don't get away with that, Joe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, you're not no. on the uh, honours board either. Yeah, sadly, we'll, we'll, we'll come to uh, empty my failed prediction in just a sec. We, we get another going this week. That's that's the beauty. Of that it. is the beauty of the t- previous t- show. T- to be fair, there was a lot of accumulators coming in this week um, oh, yeah. with big money because there were so many. Not, um, around, kind of not around here, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. And quickly to the Scottish Premiership. Uh, sadly, Celtic beat Hearts 4 0. Uh, you know, I'm sure we're all mourning that. But to be fair to Brendan Rodgers, his, his side did break the club uh, record previously held by Jock Steen's Lisbon Lions. I mean, I mean uh, which is why Pete went to Lisbon on the weekend <laughs> just got, in homage. Oh, yeah, is that right? Pete? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> How can I mark this in some way? <laughs> mark. The word is mark. <laughs> Yeah. I could go. To the, I could go to the game in Glasgow in January, or I could go to Lisbon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it a little bit disappointing? I mean, obviously it's good for Celtic fans that they're winning so many games, but is it a bit disappointing that one of those truly great teams have had their record taken by a Brendan Rodgers side? <laughs> <laughs> is that just a, no. It's like someone who shall remain nameless um, saying they didn't like it when Chelsea won the Champions League because you can't go back, can't change that now. They, mm. They've won the European Cup. Yeah, that's a bit of history it. for yeah. them. And, yeah, and before yeah. anyone tweets me, it wasn't me. It yeah. wasn't it, me who said that. It was me. It was yeah, me. I I yeah. Go on, Jim. And I'm angry at Bayern Munich yeah. for, for other things that are obvious, yeah. but for them but that, allowing that to happen yeah. as well. In their own stadium, was it not? Mm. <laughs> not but okay, well, what about this one then? Uh, Luke, Chris Boyd scored the fastest goal in Scottish uh, Premiership, and I think Scottish SPL history, if you can combine the two as well, after 10.4 seconds. He uh, thought he was offside uh, massively, didn't he? He, did, he, 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 he that. really looked to the last one. Yes, that is a fast goal. Yeah. It was, a, it was a nice finish. He lifted, about, do you prefer that record? Why did you come with me specifically? Because well, you were having a go at the previous record. Well, because you were having a go at the previous record. Fast love. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> there's, no, there's one there. I am, to be fair, sometimes when you see th- so, so some of the things I'm not interested in football, <laughs> makes us comfortable, yeah. um, is like individual awards. I don't really care about those. Right. But just, I've got a little bit of a fascination, I think, because I grew up and watched football in the 90s, when it, for some reason it seemed really fashionable um, to know what the fastest goal is. Mm. And that is a very, very fast goal, so well done to him. That's right. It was a nice finish is how you can see now we've gone to Scotland just our general enthusiasm for the game has just gone through the well, floor how about this? like many in Scotland <laughs> how about this FA Cup fever buddies uh, nothing to do with the FA Cup but Alex Lee emailed in as he spotted the Aberdeen midfielder Niall McGinn um, necking a Yazoo after he got brought off oh yeah, yeah. But wasn't it a, Scotland it wasn't it a, um, it I thought it was an energy, energy no it was a Yazoo it was a <laughs> Yazoo though, apparently a Yazoo is like a sort of kind of milkshake yeah, like a, a milkshake. Y- is it like yeah. a yakult it's a high street milkshake no that's, no, no, that's probiotic no, Marcus yeah. <laughs> It's a bright. If brown can be bright, it's brown, bright brown. I don't think it would be a, like, <laughs> brown, bright brown. You know, we're going to uh, we're going to Byron. You always order a vanilla milkshake. 
So you know what a milkshake is? It's a milkshake. We've been there once. It's like a th- it's like a thinner fridge with a double J. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what a milkshake is. I just thought to myself a professional athlete, but that's probably why I emailed yeah. in. So there we yeah. are. Yeah. But Excellent. I, I did see someone on Twitter say that actually that was a very very ignorant and uneducated tweet because apparently they do that a lot after right. they've been off well, on to restore energy. Or something. I'm, no, I'm that, not sure. Well, what. that is. I mean, you, you know, some players will eat like have a little jelly baby well, or Jaffa two. Throw a pizza at Alex Ferguson. My biggest issue is why Pete hasn't put that in the email section, which is specifically designed for the purpose. Because I don't like. It to, to stink up the email section with Scottish nonsense. Oh. <laughs> we can't ever do a show in Scotland again after yeah. this. We can. Yeah, we can. Uh, and I mean, I'll bring my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, don't worry, everybody. I'll inform him of the colours to wear next time. You'll do the rest. Uh, let's go to Africa. Um, I, two of my four predictions were right. Um, okay. Glass is half full. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the main story from the African race, isn't it? <laughs> no, sadly, half, half a uh, Renard's men are out. Yeah. Oh. It's time for someone else to win the competition. That, they, they had their chances. They, they, hit the, chances. they hit the bar twice, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they did. But e- Egypt were the strongest side with their yeah. 44-year-old goalkeeper in their ranks. Um, so they're through to the Ka- semi-final. Karaba scored, uh, and he, uh, he his, his name means electricity. I like that. Oh, nice. Well, nice. Burkina Faso means land of honest people. Okay. Nice. Um, or formerly known as the Republic of Upper Volta. Uh, I mean, the, the, the second uh, Tunisian goal from a conceding point of view was, was particularly poor. <laughs> <Is it> erratic <laughs> goalkeeping, <laughs> would you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the goalkeeper saw the player cross the halfway line and he thought to himself, I'm having a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> As you said to me earlier, it was a 70-30 at best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against him. <laughs> um, but uh, but the Stallions will face uh, Egypt in the semi-final. Um, Bansay came on and made the difference. He's a great player for them, big Bansay. Um, but Burkina Faso have never won the tournament. I, I, I've been impressed with them so far, and I'm going to throw my weight behind them, which means they won't win it. Well, now Senegal are out after I tipped them. Yeah. yeah. They got knocked out straight away. Oh. That was very, very close, though, wasn't it? I think the problem with that game, though, was Senegal's keeper gave them absolutely nothing yeah. in the shootout. For the final goal... Uh, he he just looked so resigned to defeat. He barely even dived for it. He just more. It was more of a slump than a dive. Worst ever goalkeeping performance in the penalty shootout is Peter Shilton, World Cup ninety yeah. in the West Germany. Those penalties were that. really good though. He, he, yeah, but he, yeah, but he could have stood exactly where he was and got yeah. nearer to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. It got to the point with slow. the fourth one. I think it was. I can't remember who took it. I think um, Bremer took the winning. I can't remember anyway. The fourth one. I think it was. It not, only does, not only does he not get anywhere Colin. near it, it comes back out of the net and hits him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On the head, yeah. On the head, yeah. Um, it's a bit nitpicky, though, Jim, if you're saying that the Senegal goalkeeper didn't perform in the penalty shootout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, I'm t- but it's, you know, we saw this with um, with Atleti um, uh, a little while ago. Where oh, in the Champions League. A, yeah, it makes yeah. a huge yeah, difference. If, me, you, yeah. if you sense early yeah, yeah. that the opposition um, team's goalkeeper just isn't confident and isn't going to get uh, near well, Yeah, but Senegal would have, were, were, are a better team than Cameron. They had 120 minutes to sort that out. To prove that, yeah. Didn't do no, it. You are right. I mean, in that Champions League semi final, Oblak was in goal, who's a very good keeper, and was actually, uh, apparently, Real Madrid studied his movements and positions and he's stronger diving to his right so you watch most of those Madrid penalties went to the keeper's left mm. so yes there is something but I mean you've had 120 minutes I'm just saying they're little slugs and they deserve to go out <laughs> Mane's penalty a was shame. very very poor yeah. he, he didn't look confident and he, he looked quite tired and Abu Bakr's penalty to win it was a beauty it was a beauty court. that was the difference he's that a difference. Is, it, is, it, is it good news for Liverpool that he's back yes is it good news that he looked really really tired yeah. and he's now really really deflated yeah, after the penalty yeah. well, wasn't he carried off the pitch in tears oh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite sad get used to that how are you going yeah. back to Liverpool? That's it, maybe oh, that's a it. mess. The training's yeah. so hard. I don't want to go back. Yeah. He's had the weight of his country on his shoulders because he's seen as one of the best African players, which he probably is currently. And Senegal have got a great side, and they really have um, 
thrown away a good opportunity to win the tournament. And now he's going back to Liverpool. They're going, help us! It's our <laughs> yeah, Give yeah, us a break. Yeah. You know. But uh, Ghana beat uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. The Ayu brothers were, were among the they goals. They both scored, didn't they? Jordan scored a lovely one, but M. Poku's goal for for DR Congo was an absolute peach and and the keeper did his celebration where he sort of jumps yeah. up and down on his arse about 30 yards out wasn't he he was, it was an absolute beauty mm. but there's, there's a comment I've seen some of the highlights on YouTube I'm not sure which uh, broadcaster this is but uh, but it's a, it's an African commentator and I've heard him commentate on a number of the games and when a, and when a beauty scored he goes click click bang like that and then when that goal went in he went oh it's a blinder click click you know what that means <laughs> self aware yeah it's like when David Hasselhoff got in on the joke isn't it yeah, yeah. shouldn't it really be <laughs> boom, 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 um, let me hear you say AU, AU. Oh, oh, especially if both are playing. Well, actually, yeah. but it wasn't AU's goal that you were saying that. Ah, right. But, but, they, what, but he had two opportunities goal. for that, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> um, right, let's get to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Yeah, all right, guys. Uh, highlights of the week time. Um, I'm going to open with this one straight off the bat. Big yep. Soul, Big Soul Campbell oh. has taken the assistant manager's job at Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Well, that's strange. The best part about this is apparently he was persuaded to take it after chatting to Thierry Henry, <laughs> who presumably just went, this is, assistant manager's brilliant, he didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you just kick the ball around and the manager takes all the flack anyway so get yourself out there yeah so, and, 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 and the players will ask you loads about your own career you're going to talk about <laughs> it I'm predicting a, a now a period of unfettered success for Trinidad and Tobago now the big man's in there <laughs> so yeah. that's one to look out for um, uh, some stuff from um, uh, Leo Ajoa did you see the tweets he, he put yeah, out today yeah, I heard yeah. about this but um, I, said, I saw there was some controversy what, what happened he said with all respect uh, for Leicester City fans I feel betrayed by Ranieri and let down by the club I will oh. not play again for them mm. Um, so there we go. He said, I need to feel like a footballer again. He wants to go to Sunderland. I mean, how desperate must he oh, be? Yeah. Friend, he wants to go to Sunderland. Wants count? to go to Sunderland. A friend of mine uh, called Ben, who's listening to the show, was up in Leicester recently and wanted to go to the restaurant where Claudio Ranieri says his favourite Italian is. And apparently, there's a lobster named after Claudio Ranieri on the rent on the menu. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. fantastic. Did he yeah. go in there? He, of course, he did. He said it was nice. He, I don't think he had the lobster, but he said it was a good restaurant. Did oh, they nice. ever try tying um, Ranieri's claws together so he couldn't tinker? <laughs> I, I need to research that. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Come on, that was good. <laughs> that was very good. I don't oh, need reviewing, but oh, I mean... Oh, let me show you away. <laughs> I don't need reviewing. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> even if it's a good review. <laughs> Do you say that to your hey, boss on the radio? Typical does it. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't want a good review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was a good one, Pete. No, it wasn't. Oh, dear. Right, should I do the listening? Oh, I've got one more before I don't need paying. Um, This is a nice little exchange from Karanka. A lot of people were talking about this. Um, The journalist said, do you expect Gaston Ramirez to remain at the club? Karanka, I don't care. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's the Donaldson school of Next uh, next question. You don't care? The only thing I'll say is he'll be here on February the 1st, 100%. Is that... Yeah. Wow. Okay, right. There you go. Um, he, went, he, he wound himself back in, didn't he? So I went, he went in too strong and went, oh, that might have implications. He's got a temper on him, hasn't he? Yeah. We talked last week about him having this um, this, this sort of bust up with, with the ownership and stuff like that. Um, so Ben Fraser, back in touch again, the QPR fan. He said, QPR lost, meaning my three-year-old has now seen us lose two out of two. He still enjoys <laughs> it, though. How do I stop this child cruelty? No good can come of this. Oh. <laughs> um, I say Middlesbrough have drawn Oxford in the cup. Okay. In, in the first round. And Stuart Downing's performance... Uh, he, apparently Karanka's trying to get rid of him yet yeah, he pretty much saved the day there and scored a lovely goal he's got oh. a mention for Downing um, carry on sorry lots of shouts for a Spurs fan with a big bag of lettuce 
Yeah, yeah, that yeah. what's that about? Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I'm hoping you could. Pete, this is very much your area. I don't think. I think it could have been any leaf. I don't know why everyone's focused on lettuce. Yeah, well, it's a, a fan yeah. had a bag of lettuce, Luke. Move yeah, on. That's that's big... Andrew Mason <laughs> says, My highlight is the BBC having Paul Lintz pitch side for Derby v Leicester. Beep, de beep, de beep, time for another Tom Ince update. I completely agree with you, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and one. Oh, yeah. So I want to go with this one from Aaron Pullen as well on Facebook. I don't know if this is true. Mm. I'm, I'm hoping it is, um, but it, 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 you'll like it anyway. He says, My highlight was reading former Plymouth and Exeter forward Lee Phillips' funniest moment of his career. He revealed that when 3 0 down with Plymouth, Neil Warnock stormed into the dressing room, picked on one of the defenders he was annoyed with, picked up a metal <laughs> tea urn that was in the room, threw it in the air and headed it before stating, that's how you fucking head a ball. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you hit the body of the barrel, fine. But if you get oh, if you get the tea urn on the oh. corner, the corner yeah. Yeah. that's a head wound. It explains a lot that's followed Neil Warnock ever since. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> I've, um, I've got a couple of highlights. Yeah, far away. Um, Stephen Defoe's goal for um, oh, Burnley. Yeah. I couldn't tell. It, I can't tell where I think he hit the ball with his foot. I can't mm. figure out how it. It must have had a deflection or something because I don't know how it ended up in the net like well, that. He's a professional athlete. Man. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. And also, uh, Nigel Clough turning down Nottingham Forest. Oh, yeah. If you ever needed uh, mm. an explanation, of what a shit show that club is at yeah. the moment. Um, even Brian Clough. Um, I mean, you did, sorry, uh, Nigel, Nigel Clough, Clough yeah. uh, turned him down. Absolutely, yeah. Incredible. Um, well, I've got a couple, and I'm surprised you've overlooked one here, okay. Peter. Uh, the first one's obviously quite a serious one, but uh, the top flight, the first top flight uh, Syrian football match was played in Aleppo since 2011. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's, 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 that was that was good to see. Um, and Julio Arca. Oh, yeah. I love him. He's, um, he's your Ronald Koeman, isn't he? Marcus is obsessed with Ronald Koeman's Twitter feed. You're yeah. obsessed with Julio Arca. Julio Arca, his, his, uh, his, uh, on Saturday, after uh, he scored that amazing lob, uh, he he took a picture of some beer and then wrote, first of many tonight, just going to celebrate with the lads and some of the fans for sure. Mm-hmm. And then today, apologies for what I said before. If players want to leave, <laughs> leave, let them go. He just apologised for what he said in the press <laughs> after a heavy I saw, night. I, saw, I don't I saw, know. I saw something quite bittersweet from Julio Arca a while back where he said, um, I would give everything I could could I have yeah. to, to play in front of the stadium and light fans one more time yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, lovely. it's quite sad it's only 35 he could yeah. still do well, something David Moore should be on the ground <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> better to have loved and lost Julio, and all that. have you ever played for Everton did you play for me on Everton <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um, anyway but, but before we go well, one recommendation for, for the Arsenal fans on uh, or certainly it's on the, on the BBC website somewhere tucked in there um, Sutton United second choice goalkeeper Check him out. You will not be disappointed. Oh, can I also say that some of the worst commentary I have ever heard <laughs> in that Arsenal game um, when they scored the third goal? I think it was pre- Peter Drury. Hmm. And this is verbatim. I promise you this is what he said. When they scored the third goal, he just went, www.welbeckwellbeckwalcott. Good God. <laughs> Uh, good to see Welbeck back. Wow. It's good yeah. to see uh, Manolo Gabbiadini going to Southampton by the looks of things. Oh, yeah. So we've got Gabbiadini back in the Prem. Yeah. Oh! Did he play in the Prem? I think he might have, yeah. Okay. For but... Bolton, maybe. I don't know. Oh. They just need, and that's exactly what they need another mercurial striker. He doesn't score that many goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the right player. I might not be. I might not be. <laughs> yeah, having a dig at Southampton. Yeah, why not? Gabbiadini. I don't even know for a fact. I need to undermine him every day between now and the League Cup final. Because my life will not be worth living if they win. 
it's that. not the player they need. No, <laughs> that's been very clear. Um, yeah, one thing I enjoyed was um, <laughs> Karen Brady tweeted this as well. Oh. West Ham fans with a pie out shirt can get twenty five quid back in the shop because oh, that's yeah. normal, isn't it? When you yeah. sell a player, yeah. taking it well, that's <laughs> terrible. Isn't it? I saw a, I saw well, a West Ham fan. Quid. I saw a West Ham fan with marker pen through pie and written read in pen on the top. Instead. I see he could have got his money back. Yeah, twenty. I mean, maybe maybe it's still. It's a sweet thing from the club to you know to get, get some money back for the fans, but it's just uh, it's not been there for that long. Like it's not like. I don't know, Sol Campbell or something moving on. But he played it's just the, a bit he, weird. He played the West Ham way. I mean, there was yeah. no controversy when Sol Campbell moved on. There, was there? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I don't know if there's a worse example you could have <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, Sol Campbell played for a few years there, you know. Sol Campbell played for a few years and well, he went like to a rival. He's servant like Amir Zaki. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like he's the amazing goal scorer like right, Jason piss, Lee. Right, <laughs> piss off. Right, the show's ending now. Right, Thank you we're out. for listening, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Take goodbye, Jim. Good night. Get the right song. There it is. It's Take not like he was the amazing tackle like Paul Scott. Say <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, Peter. Piss off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.